for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue and I'm gonna dream till the day that I die Hey, welcome to the show. Hello everybody, welcome to episode number 122 of Domestic Pints Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. My name is John. Joining me today is my co-host, Tom. How's it going, man? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? <laughs> Good. Better than you right now, that's for sure. Uh, uh, that's, that's probably true. <laughs> so Today, folks, we just had Canada Day. It's happy Canada Day, happy post-Canada Day. When you hear this, it'll be, uh, I guess, next week. Uh, but anyway, it's great to see everyone again. It's a lovely July 3rd. Um, it's been a while. I think it's been close to two weeks since our last uh, episode posted. So a uh, bit of a hiatus. So, But otherwise, nice to get back into the swing of things. Uh, today, uh, we have a lineup uh, from one we've done before. This is a brewery that's very near me. I actually just went there on uh, on Friday and uh, forgot my, my novelty bat there. I got lost. Long story. Anyways, Shame. Beyond the Pale Brewing Company on his own. Uh, today it's our it's our second lineup we did this before i think it was episode 59 i remember uh, i think dan was on the podcast too we did like uh aromatherapy we did a bunch of the hits like pink fuzz stuff like that and of course i've done a few of we these did that on there. the spotlight the pink fuzz oh was the pink fuzz in the spotlight okay we yeah, did we like have... the yummy i remember yeah, that the clean cut that was it the yummy clean yep. cut and the aromatherapy and like we've done the stouts before i've done bonus episodes in some mm-hmm. of their beers too so um, but this was this was fun because I went to my local uh, LCPO. We were already all in order. Uh, it's kind of cool to see ones I haven't done before um, actually available in the retail side of things. And one of these has been is one of their oldest flagship beers. So uh, we've got a lineup of three today. Uh, the first one being the Daily Pilsner, Pilsner, <laughs> and the second one is the Tropical Breeze uh, Crushable New England Saison, and the last Whoa. one is the uh, flagship. Pale Ale Project, uh, American style Pale Ale, I believe. Um, huh. So really, really fun to get into these. Um, I'm a fan. Obviously, we talked about them before. Beyond the Pale, you've been there with me. Uh, yes, we have. I've been there. I go there a lot because I live close by. They're a great spot. I, I'm especially fond of, just to kind of recap, They uh, a few years ago, they moved to a new location in Ottawa called City Center, and they have like a big warehouse style spot now. It's really lovely because... Uh, they have a really nice retail store and they've got a really awesome patio now. Like it's huge. Um, and it's like really great. Um, if you want to like hang out in that neighborhood with friends, it's a great spot. Their food as well as by, um, they partnered with a smoke shack. An Ottawa, yep. uh, Beautiful. Spot. Awesome restaurant. It, it, it's, it's, it's when you go there, like if you want to eat it, it's a bit expensive, but it's, it's really good. I like fucking I, worth it. I had their jerk chicken and I think like it was, all in all came to like 30, but it was like phenomenal. I was like licking my fingers. I'm like, this shit's good. So they, they got really good food. Uh, so it's a, it's a great spot. And they, they usually do a lot of fun events, uh, art, art stuff in the community. So they're, they're a great spot. So I know you're partial to them. We've been there before. Um, really great brewery. So really fun to do these ones today. I've only had one of these before. There's two that I've never done before. So it'll be kind of a fun uh, surprise for me. Um, anything you want to mention before we play our little uh, guessing game on these uh, these cans? Oh, I think I got my guessing game pick already. Oh, do Guess you? which one I'm going to pick, John. I'll give you a wild uh, hint. Is it, does it say crushable on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one the looks tropical cool. breeze. That literally, I thought you specifically bought that just for me. I was thinking of you though when I was buying it. I'm like, I know Tom is going to love this one. Um, I'm actually going to go with PLL Project just because it's a flagship one. I know I've had it before, but I don't remember it too well. It's one of their older beers. I'm interested to see how it shakes up because it's one of their main ones. See if it's any good. Right on. Hell yeah. All right. Um, I guess we can get into cracking these then, Tom. Oh, so first stop. Yeah, the Daily uh, Pilsner. Oh, before we crack it, we got to do a can score and all that. Um, but oh, yeah. this one's cool, the Daily Pilsner. It's I like this can. It's really cool. It kind of reminds the, me of the yummy can that they do. I was going to say that. Yeah, it's the same idea with the little um, cartoonist the cartoon. comic book work. I think it's really funny. Um, I think it's the same artist who does this one, too. Yeah, Emily Newfield. So um, she did Yummy. Um, if you remember that can, folks, if you remember from episode 15, or yeah, episode 59, it's got like a comic book style artwork around it um, with a bunch of cool panels very unique i've rarely seen um uh, breweries and, and the artists who produce their cans rarely seen them 
use the cans like in this manner like a little like cartoon like uh, the funny pages section of your newspaper um kind of a fun little comic there with a little dog um bringing in the newspaper uh it's like little bailey yeah that's i was just i just went to natalie before the episode i'm like before i do this you got to see this can because the dog looks like a little like a little uh terrier version of bailey really funny and uh, i love i do love like the the little artwork of the um of the of the fence that goes around it it's kind of part of the iconography of the uh, brewery and um i think they've always done this i don't know but uh, i've noticed the the uh, barcode on on the beer it's also done like a fence if you notice it it's all like yeah the barcode is really cool yeah i didn't realize that by emily newfield yeah so uh pretty cool um i like the color of it too i think the color is pretty sharp um when I first saw this, much like the Yummy, it didn't stand out. Like, it doesn't pop. I think that's the only thing. It's a little bit busy, but... It um, is. It does look really kind of fun, really colorful of the dog. Um, I like it a lot. I think it's really creative. Mm-hmm. What's your can score? You know what? I don't remember what I gave Yummy. I feel like I probably was higher, but I'm going to go I'm gonna go eight on this. I think it's... Really I agree with you. I'm going to go eight. It's a cool can. It's a fun idea to do with like that newspaper throwing across. It kind of it looks like a newspaper comic essentially. Yeah, and I think like the Daily Pilsner, like um, obviously a tribute to like newspapers, but I think like the Daily Planet, like Superman, a little bit of cartoonery there with the comic book. The Daily Bugle. Yeah, exactly. Um, It it just looks really fun. It's a really fun little pun too. So, and the 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 fact it's called the Daily Pilsner, you know, starting off his morning with a fresh can i'm hoping that this is a good way to start off the uh the episode today too right yeah i could i could really use this right now <laughs> all right well enough chat let's get to it all right asmr audience oh tom do you want to be the one to, to you, you seem one? like you've already have a handle on this all right we'll switch it up i'll crack it all right folks asmr audience get ready on the count of three two one crack them okay, wow Oh, smells nice. A little hoppy. Smells like a pilsner. Yeah, it's got that little like hop, hopness, the little grassiness. Alrighty, let's see how it pours. Whoa, it looks like very light color. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it looks like almost like a like a late beer. Like wow, a- uh, really great head though. That's sticking around. Carbonation level is okay. A little bit. I would say it's above average. For it's not too high. Yeah, but it's nothing like crazy. Smells- but this head is sticking around. So let's see how it tastes. Hmm. Huh. Clean. Very clean. Clean. It's it doesn't it's not as sharp as like a traditional Pilsner. Yeah, it's I find it I get a little bit of malt there as well too. Like it's I um, do. But it's it's got a good blend. Like I you do taste the hops uh when you smell it and on the kind of the back palate. Has that like bitter finish that I really like with it. Um yeah, really, really clean look to it. Um, just to read a description about this, uh, like our daily news, we prefer our Pilsners to be honest, balanced, and refreshing. Uh, brewed in Ottawa, Ontario, this is a light, crisp Pilsner with a dazzling clarity to be consumed alongside your favorite source of propaganda. This is an all-season brew, best enjoyed fresh off the press, featuring select German barley and traditional Czech hops. Um, pairs well with crosswords, working hard, playing harder, and hanging with the buds pretty fun little slogan there in this mm. i could see this being a good hit up at the bar or something like a nice like uh if i'm there for just a single beer when watching a game this would be yeah you're having bar affair. multiple pints it's like it's a reminds light you, beer it reminds me of steam whistle a little bit like it has a similar kind of vibe to it it's a better steam whistle i'll put it that way mm-hmm. um I don't know if I, 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 in terms of pills we've had before, I think I've had some that I prefer more than this, but uh, it's pretty light though, 4.1%. It's kind of like- It's a, a little odd, but it yeah. doesn't taste like it. It kind yeah. of tastes, I didn't think it was that light, but it tastes lighter. Yeah, but it makes for a crushable beverage. Yeah, I don't know, this is not bad. Um, kickoff scoring for this, I'm giving this a 7.5. Hell yeah. So seven point five. Sorry, what were you for the can on the last one, Tom? I or agreed with you at eight. Oh, good. I read your mind. I'm like, oh, I, I think it was an eight, but you never know. You know, we do this not often enough. We're like, let's just like answer our own score. It's like, Tom, you gave it this. John, you gave it this. And we're just like hedging it, seeing where where we finish. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so taste. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm I think I'm at a seven point five on this one. 
Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's not bad. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Did it wow me? Meh. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. It's 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 um. It's a good approachable beer, and I think it makes for going to start off with. But um, yeah, great, I think great. the flavor is a little. I, I'm not tasting like the hops as much as I like. Like I, I feel like it's a little bit too. Um, it's a it's a little bit like kind of bland, but it's not like. I don't mind terrible. this being bland though. That's the yeah. thing. I find when some other people I try to make them crazy, excuse me, like some other kind of crazy pilsner and stuff like that. I'm like, this is a little much now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a good, at least balance there. Um, likely to recommend or have again. Um, I want to get this an eight for a recommendation ooh. though, because it's easily, I could recommend this to almost fucking anybody. Yeah, that's true. I think it's like a really approachable beer. Um, the kind of beer, like if you're at a beer hall or something, a lot of people would kind of associate with this beer. I would have this again. Yeah, I, I would too. I think I'm not like there's, but I think there's even more beyond the pale beers that have over it. But I, I, I do like it. It's kind of cool that they came out with a pilsner, um, kind of um, competing in that same regard with you know tooth and nail and some of the other ones that make them. So it's kind of fun to see another one out there. I tend to be fond of them, um, but. I, I don't know. It's not. It's not my favorite in the world. I'm gonna go seven though. I'm, I'm still with you. I think it's really widely uh, recommendable there. Um, any modifier on this one though? No mods. Ooh. You know what? I think I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah, no mods for no me. mods. Um, I think oh, this would have been great at like a baseball game though. This would be yeah. perfect almost. Oh yeah, it would be. This would be a really nice hit in that kind of environment for sure. Like outside um, sporting event. Oh my god! Yeah. That would be nice. Um, but what do the masses think? What does social media have to say about this one? Um, Beer Advocate has a it has a three point three one, and on Untapped uh, it has a uh, three point five six. Pretty decent. Um, I think we're kind of in line there. Looking at our scores, um, pretty pretty good on the good side. Not very good. Not excellent. Um, just kind of in the middle there. Uh, middle of the row beer to start off with. Um, but I will say very partially artwork on it. Really fun. I kind of hope I kind of hope it'd be cool if they do more of them kind of like that style, I think. And uh, now we're on one that I think you might be more partial to. We're on the Tropical Saison. Uh, oh, sorry, Tropical Breeze. This is their uh, crushable Saison. I like they have the added crushable on it. Um, it's an it's a New England Saison. Um, it's a four. Yeah, it's kind of standard. different. Yeah. A new a- England saison, not like a session IPA. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's got tw- it's got its IBU twenty IBU, so uh, not not particularly better. Uh, which no, is cool. it's about half of your standard I- IPA. Um, got a description on it too, which is neat. They say at B- BTP, we believe in fun. Beer should be fun to make, fun to drink, and fun to share. Enjoy. We're really good at this, and they've got kind of a location information there. Um, I think the can art. I originally I was like not high on this, but I think it actually looks really cool, like the colors on it. Um, I love the fence with the white, how it kind of matches a bit with the sun. Uh, really interesting. It looks very Floridian. Yeah, it has that like Miami Vice almost style oh, yeah. aspect with the, even the font of the the tropical breeze that looks straight out of Miami Vice. Um, and uh, I just love the color of it. I wasn't super partial, but now that I look oh, at it, nice I like color. The palm. I like the palm trees and I like the birds. I love the kind of sun sun rings, uh, kind of a mix of pink and the palm and trees look cool and orange white. Yeah, and it like makes for a really good kind of color combination um, on this thing. Uh, really, very pretty. Design. Yeah, this one is pretty pretty. Um, but what do you think of the can? What, what's your what's your thoughts? I think it's nice looking, but I wish there could have been a little bit more to it. Yeah, like even description's kind of a cop out. Like, why didn't they put the full website description that talks about the beer? It's just kind of like a little slogan, and they have like the the, the email there. It's, it feels like a little bit wasted. Um, it's Meh. designed well, but it's it's uh, not giving me a whole lot. I'm uh, I like it though. It's warmed up to me. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. I wasn't like I high agree with you. It was like yeah, I was kind of like this. Looks Literally, like, what I was thinking was seven and a half. Like when I first saw it, I was like leaning more towards a six, like five and a half. I'm like, yeah. It's, boring bland but I, I do like some of the visual elements on it uh kind of cool kind of cool to see that um well i guess tom this is your turn oh this is my beer <laughs> asmr are you ready because of the count of three two one crack them oh nice little pop oh a little bit foamy didn't leak though oh smells great that's like a citrus. Let's see how it smells. Oh, Ooh. Nice. Mine's focused. Ooh. 
Hot fucking damn. That smells good. good. Mine bubbled. I barely poured it in my glass. Look at this shit. It's so bubbly. Really? It's uh, folks, I it can't happens. see, but it's like it's like four inches of foam. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm pouring oh, it's, mine it's, very slowly. It's settling. It's starting to settle pretty good, though. I gotta say, but yeah, you really. Um, this it. has less carbonation level than the previous beer. The head is smaller, but it's sticking around. Yeah, it's. This it's, smells great. I want to see how this tastes. Has a bit of a haze to it. Kind of looks like the last one, but a little bit uh, more opaque. Oh, 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 damn! Oh man, oh, wow. oh damn! So, folks, here's the description oh. of the beer on the website. They say, um, Tropical Breeze is our 4.5% inspired version of the Saison Tropical, another beer they do. Uh, this beer offers all the flavors of tropical fruit juice like Saison Tropical, but comes in at a percentage where you can enjoy loads of them on a sunny patio. Expect notes of mango, pineapple, and more tropical stone fruits. Um, yeah, it's very juicy. Got to say. Really this nice. is great. This is mm. fucking amazing. Yeah, really good blended juices. I like the, I like the juice flavor in it. Like the back palate of when you're sipping it, you can really taste the like orange pineapple. Wow, um, you're getting those. Flavors That's really lip good. smacking good. But it still tastes like beer. Like it's got a bitterness, a sharpness to it that I like. It's not like too. Sweet. I don't feel like I get that that much though. Yeah, I don't know. I find it's like it's got like a nice like hoppy kind of. It's very it. subtle, the hoppiness of it. Yeah, it's like very I mean, you subtle. taste the tropical flavors, but like it has like a floor of hoppiness. Like it has a really nice aftertaste, I gotta say. Like yeah. it's really oh, nice. Oh, this is this is wow. <laughs> You're like, this is just what I needed. <laughs> this is yeah. I'm holding out for a hero. No, what's that song? It's by the cars. It's what I needed. It's what I needed to Oh, what a I needed somebody feel. Oh, I love the cars. Album. Yeah, that whole I, that was their first album, and I'm like, right. you should have just stopped. You should have just made the album and stopped there. And this isn't just what I needed. That's the first song song on the album, right? Or is that I think the, so. Or it's, it's like the second. I think it's the first or second. It's part of this like chain chain of like really great. Um, all my time. Oh man, oh, I'm gonna fucking listen to that. Yeah, I'm just looking up. Like, I wanted to confirm if that's the first song or not. Um, Such a good one. album. There's so many good songs. Like, "Moving in Stereo" is in there. Oh, it's the third song because the first song is "Good." Let the good times roll. Great yeah, let. Oh man. And the second one's "My Best Friend's Girl," a great second. My and then just friend's girl. That's like one of the all-time great like first four songs in an album. Like, man, when you listen to an album and it starts off hot. You got those like bangers. It's just nothing better than that. When you hear when I hear "Let the Good Times Roll," I'm always that amps me right up. That and "Moving in Stereo," oh, yeah. like the intro to "Moving in Stereo," I always think back to Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes. Oh, oh Roy Hamilton. Oh, so good. This is what this beer embodies that soundtrack. Mm, yeah it does it has that like that southern well yeah like west coast vibe i mean it's almost like this looks like florida beer but it has that kind of southern california vibe yeah. to it like this if this was a little bit saltier like a cerveza like it would it would be really like good. a goes mm -hmm. this would be instantly like i could have this is... some fish tacos so this would hit well oh man oh man yeah i i very i really enjoy this beer this is very good it really checks off a lot of boxes for myself personally yeah like everything with this beer is like i if i lived beside you john and we were to go to beyond the pale they would know to put this in my hand the moment i walked in the door i think if for me if it was just a little bit sweeter on the front palate this would be perfect i don't know but to me this is like in the same range as like you're getting to like the two flags, like the really good, ju well-made, juicy kind of pale ales that give you those like sweet flavors, uh, but still feel like really good, whole, complete beers. Because I love this, the overall co composition of this. I love the like front palate, the sweetness that comes in, and I like the bitter kind of hoppiness on the on the on the back palate. It's really really well made, really light, four point five percent, like nothing to it. You can just drink these pretty pretty crushable pretty nicely and you could have this on like a, i would think this would be good like in a pitcher or something on a patio too like as you were saying like on a hot day would really hit oh this would be this is perfect for summertime like yeah. perfect as so what whatever homelander would say 
this whole minor would say it was perfect. It was perfect. Every last piece of I, it. I haven't seen that fucking show yet, but I see that memed everywhere. The the boys or whatever. Da boys. Man, if you've never seen it, John, it's wild. I should watch it. I've been watching The Wire. That's we're almost through that. I think I recently finished all the new season of Black Mirror. Wow. Oh, you watched the new episodes? I love that whole series. Like, I think that's like one of the best shows on television. Ah, what's your favorite Black Mirror episode? Now, uh, the, in the new season, there's two that really oh. got me. But I remember in the earlier ones, like the first two seasons were really good, well done. I love that White Bear episode where like the the ladies like trying to run away, or the person's trying to run away from the people trying to kill them, and. You know, you find out, I guess it's a spoiler, but you find out it's like a, it's, it's to punish people who've done crimes. They kind of like yeah. manhunt thing. And it's, uh, yeah, I remember like watching that and thinking it, like, I want to see more horror stuff from, from Charlie Booker. Cause I think like, it's really scary. It's such a twist. Like yeah. if you have, okay. The first episode in the new black mirror was okay. In the new season, it was like, okay, this is kind of ironic. Like, there's a lot of cast members in it. But the second and the third, I was like, I literally yelled in my apartment, like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, I didn't sleep that night. You were so heated by this. You were like, I know. Like, I was, like, shocked. You're, your Kaiser Soze moment. You dropped the mug. It fell. And it's like, yeah, straight up. I remember being like, wow, this is crazy. Nice. Just like this beer, I think it's very good and crazy in its own cells. I'm going to give it a... I'm, I rarely ever do this, but this gets a nine for me. Oh, yeah. that's I'm flabbergasted by that. Um, Yeah. I Yeah, you usually don't give a nine. You're, 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 I you're, never, you your but this... Close your chest. I throw nines out like they're chocolate. I'm like, oh, you get a nine, no, you get a nine. I rarely ever give a beer a nine, and this one is... Yeah, like I could drink this. Shit, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight. I do like like it. I'm not as hot as you are on it, but like I do think it's it's a very solidly oh. well made beer. I wish it was a little bit sweeter in the front palate. If it was, it would be like a nine for me. That's that's my range. I feel you. But yeah. This is so refreshing. I love this. It does like it settles. It sits really good. Like I'm really enjoying just like consuming it. Uh, likely to recommend. Well, I mean, it's this is very recommendable. It's like I yeah. think it is. I'm going to give it an 8.5 for recommendation. I feel like there's some, I, well, it's not, this is the thing. It's not an IPA. It's a New England Saison. Yeah. And I feel like that could be more recommendable in that sense. If you didn't, like, it's not an IPA. People would be like, oh, okay, I'll try it. Because yeah, of the true. stigma it's, behind it's, it. It's like, it's giving you the similar flavors that you'd expect with, with that kind of beer. But it's a bit lighter ABV really nice it's a really like for it makes it for a really good sessionable experience drinking this thing um that's a good point i'm gonna go i'm gonna go eight i, I think it's like really just really phenomenal um would recommend it to a lot of people um i'm just not personally as partial to it if i was i'd probably give it more of like a nine to a ten but um still take it quite a bit really really nice experience drinking this thing i want to say tom you're probably going to give this one a modifier am i correct i'm actually not giving it the modifier oh no mod wow why why no mod? I'm just curious. I rated this pretty fairly. You're like the score I gave this <laughs> like the score really does. <laughs> if this if I like was like this was fucking if it really re truly was, I would have given it, but I feel like I've given it enough. Yeah, totally understandable. So uh yeah. Uh but I think this one was the just what you needed, you know. I this was literally just what you needed. Um, oh, but looking man. at the social media scores, uh, what do the masses think? Well, folks, keep in mind this is a relatively new release. They mentioned in the description that this is also a variation of their um, uh, Cezanne Tropical, one of their flagship beers. So this one has no beer advocate scores; hasn't been reviewed yet. Be the change you want to see in this world. You could review this right now. Um, Be the change. On and tats, what do the masses think? They gave it a 3.64. Pretty good. 3.64. Yeah. It's not bad. Not bad. You're like a little low, a little low, but I thought it'd be 3.7 at least. Yeah. It just comes a little under what I think it is, should be. 
it'd be interesting to check what the what the score is for Saison Tropical. I guess I'll have to do that on another episode, but I'd be curious to see if this one is more appreciated than that one or not, because I wonder how that one compares to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but to wrap things up, though, we are going to be doing a Pale Ale Project. I uh, love the name. Reminds me of, you know, Blair Witch Project, but uh, <laughs> I... Is that what it reminds you of? Yeah, like Blair Witch Project. You know, do you know what it reminds me of? The Alan Parson Project. Oh yeah, (laughs) I love. I okay. I I gotta show you one second. I you you mentioned that right now. Uh, Right beside me is uh, you know a seminal work. It's uh, oh nice. Yeah, had it had it it on vinyl. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I just have it in the. I have in the machine right now. Is listening to it. I love the uh, the whenever I listen to their music. I think of you know, you know, from six foot four, from you know, it's the Chicago Bulls uh, entrance music. <laughs> from North Carolina. Oh man, I get chills. I get chills. Yeah. Oh. I always think in the frisson. Definitely. I always like this one song by the Alan Parson project. They do a song about the cask of Amontillado. They did a bunch of, oh, yeah. um, who did the Raven? Edgar Allan Poe. There's a bunch of yeah. like Edgar Allan Poe stories that they made songs about. So they did one about the, the cask of Amontillado. I love, a, I love that. So I love that poem. That's like, or that story. That's one of my favorites. It's trippy. I remember when I saw there's a, so I saw a video about it on, youtube once it was like they made some guy made his own little music video to that song and it took the artwork out of this old um like comic book and they made it was like the like some monster magazine one and they had some crazy artwork based on the cask of amontillado and for those that don't know the story it's about like this guy that gets jealous of like this jester because he lives like a fucking cool life and he's like all right fuck this guy he gets some drunk and they traps him like he like builds a got some drunk and chains him to the wall and builds like a wall around him montresor or whatever his name is he's like yeah it's i was like that's fucking crazy so dark yeah imagine that's how you die yeah that's again like kind of like black mirror it's kind of like that in one sense yeah it does but there is a there is a piece of artwork where it showed like a skeleton that was still chained to the wall but it still had the jester's hat on him oh and i was like that would be a cool tattoo to get that would be oh man any any there's a lot of like edgar Allan poe stories that would work well for like tattoo artwork i think for sure um but yeah this one's uh and I also got to say, "Eye in the Sky" is a great song. Love that song. Alan Parsons, Parsons oh, yeah. great, great band. Deserve more respect. Put some respect on them, man. Anyhow, back to the beer. <laughs> yeah, Paleo Project. This is one of their old flagship beers. This beer's been around for since I've lived in the neighborhood. It's uh, up. It was released with Pink Fuzz and Darkness and a lot of their other ones. So it's been a flagship one for them. It's a four point nine percent, twenty eight IBU. Um, their can, this can actually looks. This is like their old style, so it has kind of the old look. It's very industrial. Um, love. I actually really enjoy it. I, I think it has a really kind of unique look to it. Uh, artwork's actually by Andrew King, who's a local artist. I have uh, his Ottawa history books, the Ottawa Rewind series. Uh, I've actually been oh, reading really? recently, like just to, to bed. So like I'm partial to him. Um, and and it's just uh, it's kind of cool that he did the artwork on this. It looks a lot different from his usual art style. He tends to do a lot of like really like big landscape very kind of primary color style this one's a little bit more industrial kind of funky looking um it's it's a, it's very busy too but um i do think it's just a lot of stuff going on with it like i'm it's not my favorite of the cans but i do appreciate just how much you know ornateness is put into it yeah it's kind of creepy it almost looks kind of like a steampunk kind of can almost yeah it looks like victorian era like steam like machinery it's all like geary yeah. and and uh, and then it has like a Rube Goldberg thing going on. All of a sudden, the bottom it has like the the beer glass being poured into, uh, yeah. which is kind of fun to see that. It's like the whole process of how it's made. Yeah, it reminds Pretty me of those fun. like it reminds me of being a kid and looking at those like textbooks that would just show you. There was like those like history ones where it would like do the cross sections of like the Titanic, yes. show, like every room, and like those were so like- fun to look at and just like read through and and see everything. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know it's but, a cool. I like the style of it. I like the colorway. It looks really nice. 
yeah and i like that it's like one of their old styles so it, it doesn't look like anything like the newer beers it looks more in line with like pink fuzz aromatherapy and and the old ways that they present it with the kind of black and and silver and white kind of affect going on but um yeah otherwise kind of plain you got, got ingredients water barley wheat hops yeast um not a whole lot of description about the beer itself um i'll kind of uh, get into it more when we crack the beer so what do you think about the can tom Oh, this is a really nice looking can. It's a little busy, you could say, yeah. but um, overall, I like the design. Once you get a closer look, it's kind of cool to look at. And I do like, like I said, like the color schemes really well. It pairs well with itself. So I'm giving it an eight. Oh, nice. Yeah, you came in, I think, a little bit higher than me. I'm a seven. Um, I used to like kind of really think this beer was a little bit ugly looking. I, I just the color and the design. I like some of the other ones better. Uh, but looking at it and looking at all the different components of it, I do think it's really well made, really kind of fun design. I love the like orange, black and kind of white look to it. Uh, I like that art style they use. It's pretty fun. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with seven uh, overall. Um, and I guess since we've reversed things, it's going to be my turn to crack this one. Very excited. So I'm going to get ready. All right, ASMR audience. Unless you want to yeah. end up like Fortunato, uh, you know, locked in the, trapped in the, in the depths, <laughs> looking for the his Fortunato. Fortunato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Drinking you want that fancy befall ye, then I'll write the count of three, two, one. You know, it'd be great. An Edgar Allan Poe themed like beer series. You could do like quote the Raven, you know, have that story. I've like tell never hearts. more, never more. Have the house of I follow the house of Usher. You know, you can get a bunch of them going. Oh yeah, this smells not bad. Mm, smells good. Oh, it's yeah. an Amer. It's an APA. Oh, remember lately that. I, lately I've been on like a solid APA kick, so I think this is gonna like be good with me. Give me my piney ass beers. Um, I have a substantial head on mine. Yeah, uh, I do not have more, much carbonation though. It's kind of like the last one, but I'd say more golden. Good, it really smells okay. Like it has a bit, you got a hint of citrus to it. Oh, yummy. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I got bucks in my tummy. <laughs> what do you think, Tom? Oh, this actually isn't that bad. I was yeah, thinking this would be very good. better. It's not too bad. It's, it's a li it's more better than the last one, I'd say for sure. But yes, than the last one. But like what I was like anticipating, it has more of like a cleaner finish than I was expecting. Yeah, it, it it finishes a little bit on the kind of spicy sweeter side of things. Um, little description about it: they say to create our most popular pale ale, our brew team tried eight different combinations during a year of experimenting. The team chose Centennial, Amarillo and Simcoe as the winning combination combination through trial and error, uh, creating a bright, refreshing, and flavorsome all-season session ale. Um, really nice, really clean. I, I like it. I, I like the fact that, like, you know, comparing it to, say, the, like, uh, aromatherapy, which is also an APA, that one is definitely stronger. That one's, I think, like a 6%. It tastes much more hoppy, much more that classic piney taste. This one at a 4.9, a little bit more mild. Um, yeah, and, I think that's yeah. why. Yeah, it's a smoother, smoother finish with this. Too. All these beers have don't even touch five percent, really. That's pretty. Yeah, that, I was surprised by that when I when I looked at my lineup. I'm like, these are all fairly light, quasi light, technically. These are all quasi lights, yeah. And it's kind of cool to see, um, you know, because we've done our Battle of the Lights before, you know, our college beers episode where you're drinking like Natty Light and you know beers that get associated with like oh these just taste like piss or whatever they don't have any taste in them it's cool to see that you know with quasi lights with light beers you can be you can do a lot with combinations of flavors and and specific hops you choose and the process of how you make your beer to make really unique beverages so it's really cool to see that i like it this actually is pretty good it's not what i anticipated yeah i i'm i'm, I'm quite partial to it um I, I like the fact that it's light too. Like I think like I might be more partial to the aromatherapy, but I do like that I can like have this in a you know environment where maybe I have like two or three of them. You know, I don't have to drink like one and be done. You can have like you can have this and, and enjoy it and, and consume it in a, in more in bulk and really enjoy it. And it's this pale ale project, so you know it, it sounds like Alan Parsons' project and it sounds like the Blair Witch project. So if you're a fan of those things, then 
you got a beer to match. You're going to love it. <laughs> well, actually, Blair Witch, I just was at a, a local uh, record store, and I bought, they had Blair Witch 1 and 2 on DVD. And the guy at the front was, like, such a fan of Blair Witch. He turned around. He had, like, a Blair Witch neck tattoo with the sticks. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was, like, very hype about my purchases. I was like, uh, I see you. I see you're a man of culture. I uh, see so you're a man of culture. <laughs> um, I will say though, like it's not. The, I would say the beer does. Is it, it's not blowing me away though. I'm not like that fond of it. I think it's good though. Very crushable, well made. Um, but I, I think there's other ones out there that I think like. I, uh, and I also got to say that mine's got a really bubbly head too. It's really sticking. Yeah, like the head like, was very not, substantial on. Not it. very carbonated. Like it's. I mean, it's, it's not yeah. bubbling up anymore. It seems very smooth, but like it's got a very. It sticks around. All right, what do you what do you think it taste wise on this one? Um, I'm giving this a seven point five. Actually, I'm going to give it an eight. I actually yeah like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm going eight and a half. I'm I'm quite fond of it. Um, I've just been on a kick of like kind of stronger flavors, I guess. But I could see circumstances where like I would really really be partial to this. And I think like having this on draft, I think would be really nice as well too. Um, would make for a good mix of of drinks, I think. But um, yeah, on draft, I bet this is tasty. But like I said, I've I've been on a aromatherapy kick. Like if we ever did an episode of like beers that we were like hopelessly wrong on, like that would be on there. Because that beer, I think I gave it like a six or seven. I was not feeling it, but lately I've come back to it, and I'm like this thing just rules. So I'm I'm a bit biased there. I, I think this one comes in a little bit lower than that. Um, but recommendation wise, if you love um, APAs, if you love ales, I think this one's giving you a lot of what you want. Um, and it's coming at a lower, more approachable ABV. That's very nice. Um, I'm going to go about, I'm going to go eight again, I think. Nothing I would like rush out to. I wouldn't say like you have to try this. I'd say mm -hmm. you wouldn't go wrong with it. I go 7.5. I come cool. just a hair under you. Sweet. And um, any modifier score on this one? I'm going to give this one a modifier only because it definitely wasn't what I anticipated. Well, it was good. I didn't expect you to give it a mod. I didn't even give it a mod. No mod for me though. Um, I liked it. I did. Listen, yeah. Yeah, so, I was uh, surprised. Yeah, but um, decent, decent way to close it off. I'm curious to see what uh, social media has to say about this one too. So, looking at our scoring um, overall on social media wise, um, this one has been one of their flagship beers, so it has a lot of a lot of scores. On Untapped, this one has a three point seven one. And on Beer Advocate, it has a 3.91, which is an 88, very good average score. So this one's the, the top one of the three. It's got a lot of positive reviews. Granted, it's got a lot of reviews. It's got like, it's the exact opposite of the problem we usually have, where it's like, there's no scores out there, only a handful. This one's got like hundreds of scores. So this is a very popular beer. Um, and it seems like people like it a lot. Me, it's good. I'm actually happy I tried it because I've, I've had it before. I'm not as familiar with it. It's not one I go to a lot, but um, I could see context for where I'd want to have this over in aromatherapy. It's um, if I'm at a bar with a buddy and, you know, it's the end of the night and I don't want to be too bloated. I think this is a good option. It's a bit lighter, more approachable. Um, as a result, you can kind of just like sit with it a bit longer. Very nice. And overall, it was kind of fun to have all of these, as you mentioned, be lower ABV overall. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think this is this is the perfect day for this. <laughs> You're like nods. You're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. If this was cider day, save a life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine this is like a this was like Imperial Stout Week. You would have been just wrecked. It would have been well. I probably would have been just back to square one. <laughs> back to square one. That's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, these were good. I, I will be excited Great. to actually... Great uh, lineup. I wanted to do more. There was like a, a Mexican stout that was like an 8%. It was like a hot, spicy stout. And like, there's a whole bunch Ooh. of wacky beers they've just come out with recently. So I was like, I was like, oh, that one would be cool. The Wacky Races. Oh, yeah. The Wacky Races episode. You know, we got Muttley. With Dick Dastardly and Dick his Dastardly. dog, Muttley. <laughs> gorilla, Gorilla. You know, they got all of them out there. The whole game's yeah. there. They had some. I was. I used to love that show, Wacky I, I Races. A, I love Wacky Races. Hanna, the fact that it was like a Hanna Barbera All Stars. Yeah. was Like whoa, got everyone. That was like the Wacky Olympics here. Yeah, Wacky yeah. Olympics was like that too. 
That, that had everyone in it. Captain Caveman, you know, you got Captain Caveman, you got um, Huckleberry Hounds. They're all there. Yep. All over, you know, all of my friends are there. All my friends. That sounds more sad than it actually reads. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, it's him. It's, it's all my, my friends. It's my best friend. (laughs) Cut to me in my room alone staring at the TV. Who was the flamboyant tiger? I was trying to figure. Uh, Heavens to Murgatroyd. I know what you're talking about. uh, It was something, uh, something cat or something. Oh, man. Yeah, I forget. But I remember uh, last night I was, my boy Evan and I were just like talking about it. And there was like, um, I forget, it was like the, oh. a family guy or the Simpsons did like a skit about him. Oh, it was Snagglepuss. He looked at the pink Snagglepuss, hand. yeah. That's right. <laughs> so he's like, I was, he's like, I couldn't tell anyone back then, but I was the gayest character by far. It's like, I had to keep my secret. Oh, man. That was, uh, yeah. Oh, what a mix of characters they had. It was so fun. Great show. Wacky. I forgot about the Wacky Olympics thing. That was so. That was like also. Yeah, the Wacky Olympics were yeah. something else. That had like the Blue Falcon, that Scooby Doo, and everything. Yeah. It had Yogi Bear. That's right. Yogi Bear was also a character, like a hand of barbaric character. I forgot about that. Well, and the Flintstones. Yes, that's right. Oh, the a- flagship. The <laughs> you know they were before the Marvel era. You know you had your Hanna Barbera. That's an incredible like universe that they had. Yeah, when's the when's their do? When are they? Oh, and the Jetsons. Yeah, there's I mean, case. Yeah. So there is like there's like crazy lore about how the Jetsons and the Flintstones actually takes place in like the same time. Oh well, they made like a crossover cartoon, didn't they? They like Jetsons. Yeah. But there's something about how, because you see in the beginning of the Jets, it's the whole city's above the skyline. Wow. And you don't know what goes below. And someone is like, yeah, it's because the earth is destroyed and all the poor people had to stay behind and all the rich people got to live above the clouds. Damn, this is some getting some hard class, class uh, politics in this uh, uh, cartoon series. They're like, this is like the Snowpiercer <laughs> cartoon. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Well, someone like brought it up. It's like they take place in the same time, and then because yeah. like if you watch a lot of the stuff in the Flintstones, like they know everything. Like they have money. They know what Christmas is. That's true. How would they know that shit? All they got is like you know, it's a living. You know, dinosaurs doing chores and shit. Yeah, they just had to start over again. Somehow, dinosaurs came back. I I I, I always loved the Jetsons. They were fun. You know? I love the Jetsons. I thought that was such a cool. It's just weird how it's like based in like now, like it's twenty twenty three. By way of 1960, whatever, yeah. Actually, no, this is when George Jetson is born. Oh, well, so he's a baby, or he's like a toddler right now. Yeah, if you look on his driver's license, it's in, like, July, and it says, like, July 2020. <laughs> you know a lot more about the Jetsons than I do. Like, his, in episode four, his driver's license says. Well, yeah, well, there's also some weird shit. So, like, it shows, like, like there's another thing that, like, George Jetson was actually divorced at one point. Oh, wow. Because if you look at the age range of Judy and Jane, it's like oh, fairly geez. close. George and the age gap midlife. of George and Jane is significant. Wow. George had a midlife crisis, you know. He he, put, he pulled a American Beauty moment. Yeah. Well, no, like there's like if you there's like a thing where you see like Jane is like 13 and then you realize, okay, so Judy is this old so it's like Jane had her when she was like seventeen. Oh God! But <laughs> but George would have been like twenty five kind of deal, <laughs> and it's like okay, someone at the studio did not know how to do math properly. Well, if George Jetson was on Twitter in twenty twenty one, he would have been canceled. I can tell you that George yeah. Jetson would have uh, his career would have been over. Whatever I forgot what his job was. He worked in some space shits. Would have been canceled. Oh, Sparkly's. This uh, spacely sprockets. Oh, yeah, it was that man. I gotta watch. I, you, you got me primed up to watch Jetsons get back. In man, the- I love. I always thought that's what the future. I couldn't wait to live in the future. I was done with today. <laughs> I guess that's where my anxiety started. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? I didn't yeah. want to live in the now. I wanted to live in the future. <laughs> 
Beyond the Pale beers. Overall, good. And guess what? Scores are locked and loaded. Oh, tell us, John. That was my shooting a bazooka motion rather than the usual nice uh, Kimbo. Um, all right. Well, the scores are in on the Beyond the Pale beers we did today for part two. Uh, starting off with the Daily Pilsner. I gave it a 7.5. You gave it a 7.7. 7. That means it's a 7.6. 7. Pretty good. Middle of the road. Decent start. How about the next one? Tropical Breeze. I was a 7.8. You were an 8.3, which gives that one 8.05 or 8.1 if you want to round up. 8.1. Pale Ale Project. Believe it or not, we both finished 7.8. So it's 7.8, which means that Tropical Breeze is the winner. I was actually the same score on Breeze and Pale Ale, but you were much more positive on Tropical Breeze, which, fair enough, that was a great beer. Really good. I loved it. Mix. Really well balanced. If they really changed the can up a little, I think it would really sell better. I think it was just like a really impressive beer, like really good. Mix Very mops. good. You, you can tell it. the fact that you can taste that like this is a beer after years of like perfection and refining. And Pale Ale Project is just like they got it good the first time, but it feels like a more classic beer, something they've had, they've kind of rolled out. Um, but it, it was really great to try it out. Uh, overall, these were all great. Um, really nice to have these at a lower ABV. So these all came in pretty good scores for, for what they are. Um, and we'll definitely do more Beyond the Pale beers in the future. Um, possibly uh, another lineup to come in a few months. So will get another lineup of these and try out some of their more interesting uh, seasonal releases they've done recently. Because um, they tend to do like Flash series and stuff like that. They'll do stuff that they've like done last summer and roll it back out. So uh, it would be cool to try uh, some of those that we haven't done before. Yeah, I'm excited. This is a really great lineup, by the way, John. Like, this was pretty damn yeah. good for both of us. I yeah, think it really it touched a lot of our favorites. Yeah, it was nice to kind of mix. You know, it's nice to, like, kind of touch each of our bases and also, like, a new one that maybe we're, like, less familiar with because it's, like, we can come at it, like, you know, based on the ones we like a lot that we drink a lot of, how does it compare to those? And then, moreover, you know, this falling outside of our usual range of palette, like, what do we like about it? And we kind of really have, like, a good... Um, you know, analysis there. You know, folks might think that DPO is just a, you know, fly-by-night operation. You know, we're just, ah, fuck it, day of. Folks, we put some brains into this. We we put analysis. We we look at our analytics. We look at our, like, our, our algorithms. You know, we... <laughs> we... <laughs> Say it with a straight face, John. Can you imagine if I had like a tablet at the store, like I have like a staff there, and I'm like, I'm like the, uh, I'm like the, the Pepsi secret rep. shopper. Yeah, I, have a Pepsi. I, I feel a like Pepsi. that sometimes when I'm at the liquor when stores. I'm taking pictures of the beers, I'm like, oh, have we done this before? I feel like a Pepsi rapper. I'm like, oh, taking up notes or whatever. I almost oh, became you... a Pepsi rep. Oh wow, that could have been you for another time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I used to deliver freight to Dollarama. And I'd have to wait for that fucker to get out of my way because he'd park his truck at the loading door. And it's just like a man door that I have to unload into. So he'd be like right there. So I'd have to wait on the side of the road till he left. And then I could wheel my way in. I'm like, get your fucking truck out of my goddamn way. I want to knock over your fridge if you don't move your truck. Because I understand that they can't just drop their whatever their pallets. They have to go inside, make sure it's all faced, take inventory. Dollar image. I, on the other hand, just have to offload these tall, heavy skids of plastic junk. Wheel it in. Sign here. I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye. Joke. It's just a bunch of like spatulas. I gotta it is. It was whatever. There's candy in there. Yeah, that's true. Those uh, knockoff brand candies. I do love those knockoff brand. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. If you ever going on a road trip, Dollarama is a very feasible way to do it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, oh, great episode. Good, yeah, good, good discussion. Um, so, folks, if you're curious, next episode. Uh, we might get some craft stuff going, but I think next episode's either going to be Caesars and or uh, another Seltzer Spotlight, so uh, or Seltzer Sunday or Saturday, whatever we want to do it. Um, we're going to be doing two of those coming up, and then uh, some more craft stuff to come. Um, 
I guess uh, anything you want to mention, Tom? Anything to um, watch the Sea Shrug Movie Podcast? Yeah, we just did a, a episode on Days of Heaven. It was really fun, interesting movie. Um, also going to be doing some more stuff to come this month. I think Tom, you might come back soon because uh, I, I will think be. I'm all by, I think I'm all by myself next week. So if you want to come with so me, so next uh, week we're doing it. So I think uh, we're going to be doing like Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, and also there's like a ooh the first it's, one. Yeah, because it's turning twenty this week. So that I'll do that. So My dad talking. loved. He loved Jack Sparrow. He thought he was a, such a funny character. Man, the, and I was, was like, the scene with the boat where it's sinking and like he just walks yeah. off. I fucking lose it every time. It's such a good. It's so well done. What a great role that Johnny Depp played in that. I feel like there's a lot of other stuff that's really great about that. It's a good. I movie, think it's yeah, a. So. It's a great series up to a certain point, and then it kind of got a little. <laughs> Got a little ornery, yeah. So we'll be talking yeah. uh, that one. Um, I also want to do another Indiana Jones too. So I, I want to have you back for that one because we did uh, we did Raiders and we did uh, Temple of Doom. So yep. definitely so we'll got to finish it up talking uh, Last Crusade. I think that's stupid. The last it just came out. crusade. The new, the new indie just came out, so I figured. Yes, I've heard mixed it. reviews about it. It's funny because when it came out, it was I think it premiered at Cannes. It got like r- raked over the coals, but. It's actually, I've been reading a lot of good things about it. So I'm like, oh, maybe really? I'll go see it. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. I heard I, was, I had a discussion today about it at breakfast. And one I'm of my ready? friends was not happy about it. I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> He's like, did you like Crystal Skull? Because. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. He's like, I'm telling you. He's like, there's only three Indiana Jones, and I don't want to hear anything else. Oh, wow, he's a purist. He's like, well, no, I had to. I'm like, did you ever watch any of the young Indiana Jones series? Mm-hmm. I've seen that one. Any. It's good. The young Indiana Jones series was pretty entertaining, especially as a child. I was like, oh, he's just like me. Yeah, it was good. Good, good stuff. So yeah, yeah, I think we. If you want to come back to that one, I think we might do the back to back. So I can do that with you. Our our, our classic DPO seats direct crossover. You know, yep. Classic. All right. Uh, anything else? Are we good to close this one out? I just say domestic points only on drive. Always on your limo. Always drink responsibly. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at domestic points only, and email us at domestic points only at gmail.com. Remember, you can stay classy now. All right, folks. We'll see you again soon. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on our website www natalierevay.com that's r-i-v-e-t and you can also find us on social media uh, our, our twitter account is at domestic points and our instagram and tiktok is at domestic points only and of course our email is domestic only at gmail.com thanks so much for listening we'll see you next week <laughs>